I call them do-overs. Give yourself as many do-overs as you need in a day. Don't let the whole day just go to shit because it went to shit. Step back and do a do-over. So first off, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. And before we jump into the episode, let me tell you a little bit about myself and what you can expect. Uh, I have been in the business now for coming up on 30 years. What we're going to talk about in this podcast are things that go on in my day-to-day life, whether it be as a manager, whether it be as a consultant, whether it be as someone who is creating products that's helping musicians all over the world. If there's something going on in the industry, we're going to talk about it. If there's a strategy that needs to be taught, we're going to talk about it. And if there's some way that I can help get you closer to your goal, then you are in the right place because that's what we are going to talk about here on the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now let's jump into the episode. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So as I tell you guys, quite often I get visitors that pop by the office and I get to have some great conversations. And I'm sitting here with uh, Senor Schwartz uh, from Canada. <laughs> it's, it's not Senor Schwartz. Uh, but, you know, I, I call everybody Senor, I guess, because I'm from California. But we're sitting here talking a lot about uh, just life, you know, he happens to be. So you're here with your, your girlfriend. Tell everybody who yeah, you yeah. are, what you got yeah, going on, and, right, and right. then I'll jump into what it is that you do. But... <laughs> You just didn't happen to wander into no, Asheville. No, well, we had uh, we kind of touched base back a couple weeks ago and uh, came across you from a couple friends. I'm uh, I'm a musician up north, originally from Nashville North, known as Calgary, Alberta. Right? So, do you guys really refer to it as that? We yeah, we have yeah. We're we're like the farm team. Okay, <laughs> we send all our best prospects down here. Oh, that's funny. So uh, yeah, so this is this is Mike Schwartz. Yeah. Uh, I call him Senor Schwartz, but yeah, Mike's here. So you're from Canada. Yeah. You guys call yourself the Nashville to the North. So what uh, yeah. makes it Nashville to the North? Well, you know, Calgary especially is uh, it's country music. Yeah. Like, uh, we got, got the Calgary stampede. stampede. Yeah. And that's kind of what uh, those 10 days of the year, that's what that city really, really does thrive on economically anyway. Um, as far as the music scene goes, you, if you want to eat, you, you pretty much... You gotta play some country, right? So, really? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we're developing quite a bit more scenes in there. Um, there's a little underground indie scene coming up. And so, what? When you say you do the music side, what what kind of music yeah. do you play? I play I play drums. So I've I've been a session guy for the last twelve years. Okay. Um, I'm a soul tone artist, and I'm a uh, I'm a Los Cabos drumstick artist, and proudly represent those brands. But the most most often, most recently, I've uh, I've got a little project up in Hamilton, over in Ontario. Uh, my new home place right now, um, called Robbins Avenue, and that's like a alt country. We call it Canadiana groove based root okay. rock. Yeah, it's All right. like, you know, I think the roots meets uh, Corb Lund. Or wow. <laughs> okay, so like, it gets super creative. Yeah, super creative. A lot, of, a lot of different styles. A lot of fun. Good buds, and we just go in and, and write some music. What's What's neat is that we were able to connect. Uh, uh, would it say through the podcast? You heard the podcast yeah, and reached yeah. out, or was it you're on yeah, my email list, well, or how is it that you found me? My my good bud um, actually connected me with uh, with your podcast originally. Okay, so let's take a listen to this. He's talking a lot about the same kind of stuff that you do. Um, I've trained with him. He's he's turned a friend. He was a client uh, Everett Moore and uh, a musician up on the east coast of Canada now too. Really, really decorated musician. He, he'll never tell you that. Though. Really, he's very humble. Okay, very, very humble. But he uh, he seems to know everybody in the, in the industry, and he said check this guy out. I think you'll really like what he's, uh, what he's talking about and took a listen to some of the, some of the previous episodes. And I mean, 
it's right in line with what I do on the other side of now let's talk about the other side because you know one of the things that's like I don't necessarily have conversations with musicians you know I have a lot of people reaching out going hey would you interview me for your podcast and I'm like my podcast isn't built for that my (laughs) podcast is more I get to have these cool conversations or I have these conversations with myself and I just share these (laughs) these thoughts but what 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 I was interested in with you and my buddy Ollie a lot of you that are in my world know that I had my my trainer uh Ollie Matthews do musicians health we created this what I found was is everybody had an excuse for not working out. Everybody had an excuse for not eating right. Everybody had an excuse for not doing a lot of things. And I said, Ollie, put this thing together. We did a little 15-minute workout that you could do in any hotel room. We said, yeah. here's how you go shop at a truck stop. Here's what you should be eating, and here's hydration. Yeah. Take care of your vocal health. As you deal with a lot of that stuff, being a personal trainer, being someone who's into that, you also go a little deeper, and we started talking a lot about mindset, which in my recovery, I share with people uh, that it's all about the mindset. If you can't get yourself into the right frame of mind, you can't take anything no. new into your your brain. It's like, in order for something new to come in, something old has to come out. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about your approach to that and what made you realize that there was such a... A need. Yeah. Um, being a musician myself, I found that I was battling, like I said, uh, and you alluded to, is that I was, I was a personal trainer. I mean, that's the, the career that put money in the bank, and um, I, I absolutely love, I've always been a competitive athlete, so it was really cool to be on that side, but then musician world was completely different, like completely upside down from that. And I was wondering, you know, like, if I'm feeling this shitty day to day, coming in from gigs 4 a.m. then going back to work the next morning. Like, you just, you're run down. You can only sustain that for so long. Um, Something's got to switch. Physically, you burn out. Uh, Financially, you burn out. Emotionally, you burn out. And until you rewrite that story, that's that's where I'm talking with with the mindset of it all, is that you can do so much. You can go to the gym. You can eat well. But if you don't change the way that you think, um, that was the, that was kind of like the, the check mark. You, you have to be able to change your, your actual mindset of how you approach things. It's not like, especially in the music industry, a lot of us get into it because it is that party. It is sure. that lifestyle that we kind of, we're living for. You like, you like being on stage. You like living that risk. At the same time, when you're down, how do you treat yourself? I mean, you can manage a lot more out, outside of that when you're, um, when you're in a better state of mind, I guess. So we always hear that and you, you know, in, in my programs, the first video in every single one of my programs, whether it's the fan base blueprint or, you know, or my $2,000 course, it's always the mindset. Uh, we yeah. have to adjust the mindset. Easier said than done. Totally. So what is it that, that you feel, how is it that you can get into somebody? Because for me, let me back up a second. For me, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. You know, it's like I would set that frustration point. Yeah. Now, that's been able to work in my life with certain things. Hasn't always been able to work in my life with yeah. other things. When you sit down with an artist, what what take me through that process of trying to get them to open up and realize that things have to change. You know what? First and foremost, you're absolutely right. It's got to come from with them. Um I if I want it more, it's not going to work. Sure. Right? Um when I sit down with consult with an artist, I figure out what's what's the biggest pain points like you alluded to it's um is it is it enough of is there enough push to change right and if not it may take something more drastic it may not be the right time i've had that where i've I, you know like uh, this won't work 
uh, right now because I want it a little bit more than you. I, like, for example, if I sit down and, and send out, because I have my, uh, my intake forms, if I sit down and send out to an artist, they're interested initially, they go, okay, cool, let me, okay, so I'll send that out immediately within 15 minutes. If they put up a wall right there, sure. and then before I even start working out, that, oh, you know, it's just crazy, I'll get that as soon as I can. I'm like, it's five minutes of your life. If you can't dedicate these five right. minutes of your life to this form right now, how the hell do you think you're going to put an hour in each day? How, right, how is, right. Like, and then they have the aha moment, and then they come back with me, like, you know what, you're right, and I see the form come right back into my inbox. So it's sure. like, you just have to have that, I guess, that gusto to kind of be like, call them on their bullshit. Yeah, well, it's like I always tell people, there's a there's a disease that I can't cure, it's called the yeah buts. <laughs> and it's like, as soon as I sit down, I'm like, yeah, but, and I'm like, well, sorry, I'm not the right doctor for you, exactly. I can't help you, because there is no cure for that. Uh, it, it's a self-cure, once you get through that, because, yeah, yeah I, I feel the same way, it's like somebody sent me an email once and they're like, Hey man, listen, I know you're a real good marketer, but you know, there's no link on your website for anyone to purchase any of your programs. I said, thank you. Yeah. I'm very much aware of that. And they're like, well, you know, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. I said, yeah, but I don't get any refunds. I don't ever have to give anybody their money back. He goes, what do you mean? I said, because I make it where they have to watch at least nine minutes before the buy button shows up. Because if they are gonna to try to skip past those nine minutes, then this business isn't gonna work for them. No. There are no shortcuts, and if they can't give me nine minutes yeah. to give them some quality information, they're the wrong person for me. And he's like, okay. Perfect, yeah. Now I get and that's, it. And that's yeah. how I, yeah, when I sit down with an artist, it's like prequel, prequel, prequel. Like yeah. I, I wanna make sure that I'm the right fit for them. Sure. And I can't solve all the world's issues. I'm merely just a guy. Right. Right. I. Uh, you lead them to the answers. Exactly. You can't get the answers. No, of course not. You can lead them to the answers. Exactly, yeah. right? And that, that's whether or not I'm working on uh, a lot of the stuff that uh, my, my next book is actually coming out in the spring um, deals with uh, specifically with drummers overstrained injuries, right? Because oh, that's wow. a big, big problem as a drummer myself. I mean, we've got tendonitis. It's more accurately tendinosis, um, chronic um, elbow, uh, tennis elbow and, and shoulder problems. And that's... That's their in, so that's their pain point. That's their okay. This really sure. hurts. I want to play. I'm tired. You know, sick and tired of being tired. Right, right. right. So it's it's that type of thing where that's where I can kind of get in with the physical part because that's enough pain for them to want. Are to you? Make a do you know Rich Redman? No, I don't. Okay, I need to introduce you to Rich Redman. Yeah. He's Jason Aldean's drummer. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Rich is one of the best entrepreneurs I know. He's got a free ebook out for drummers oh, right okay. now. Yeah, yeah. I'll connect the two drummers. Oh, and yeah, anything yeah, yeah. that I mentioned in this podcast, Ollie Matthews' book, yeah. Rich Redman, yeah, Mike's right. book, we'll make sure that you guys have links to that. But Rich is another one that has just gone out and he he was always thinking like a businessman. He's like, okay, if I'm in this town playing for Jason Aldean, how can I do a clinic that day? How can I Perfect. go to Guitar Center? How Perfect. can I go talk to a school? How yeah. can I do this? And he's really done. He's it, What I tried to tell him, too, is his book for drummers on how to get gigs as drummers, yeah. it's a great book for anybody because it just teaches them how not to be a jerk. You know? <laughs> it's it's like, so much? Yeah, it teaches them how to go get more education. It's exactly. like learn theory, learn the craft, learn the yeah. history. Well, you need to learn that no matter what business you're going into. He just disguises it as a drummer of book. Of course, there you So, are. yeah, well, that's, that's too funny. And that's the, that's the same idea is that, okay, well, we've got, especially with the drummers, that they are they're finding physical injuries. But that physical injury, again, coming from the holistic lifestyle background, it could be that, yeah, you're playing drums really incorrectly with poor sure. technique. But sometimes, and I've had this most recently with a, with a client I'm working with, an artist, 
up uh, in Canada is that he's tried everything from Cairo to this to that and he's had ART, he's had um, uh, dry needling, he's had you name it, the list goes on. All these physical treatments, nothing's worked. I'm like, well have you changed the way that you think about it? And just like thinking huh. about how he's holding his stresses, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of like stress financially with the with the family. So it's all showing, and that's where we talk about how your body holds stresses. Right. And that's where I come in with like the mindset of it all. Is that yeah, physically your body is like a it's a kind of a a vessel that'll that'll hold a stress and stress all summates. Sure. Whether or not you're emotionally stressed, financially stressed, physically stressed, like going to the gym isn't always the best option for you when you're already stressed to the nines. You gotta chill. Yeah. <laughs> right. So when I'm sitting there talking, I'm like, I want you to chill for this week and tell me how your elbow feels. Right. I just talked to him today and his elbow's okay. Yeah. I'm like, weird how that worked, right? right. Because he's, he's letting the rest of life kind of just, you know, he's taking a moment to breathe, which oftentimes, especially us in the creative fields, right. we don't have that opportunity. Whether it's pressure from management, whether it's pressure from ourselves, sure. we just find a million and one reasons to work all the time. Well, right. and I also think too, a lot of, stress that's brought on to artists they bring on themselves because they're constantly comparing themselves to someone else's successes oh, yeah. they're always comparing they're stressed out because they don't have this or they're stressed out because this person has this and they feel that they're better than that person and they should yeah. have that and and I always one of the biggest frustrations I have is one of the rules in my coaching is that and I'll share this with you before you leave is that and I'll put a link for you guys is that don't compare yourself to others. I'm not going to compare you to anyone else. You don't compare yourself no. to anyone else. And a lot of times we don't understand what went into getting to that point. We only see the end result. Everyone thought that Taylor Swift showed up as a 16-year-old, got a song, yeah. got a record deal, no. and the rest was history. She started writing at 12. For four years, she did nothing but write. She she worked on her craft. Yeah. But everyone said, oh my gosh, I have a teenage daughter who can sing. I need to bring her to Nashville. She needs to be on the radio. And no one knows the work that went into that. No one knows. I love when Gary Vee says this. For 10 years, nobody watched any of his videos. Right. No one listened to him. And I don't mean not any of his videos, but to the numbers that oh, yeah. he has right now. It's a 10-year town in Nashville. Yeah. They say it. it's a 10-year town. Yeah, you get here and you got to hustle. So I think a lot of stress we bring on ourselves. I think a lot of stress is unnecessary. I think a lot of stress uh, is fictitious. Yeah, definitely. You know, so it's like, what would, what do you... What would you say? I can't say what would you do because every situation is different. But what is it when you sit down with someone who is woe is me? I call it the Eeyore syndrome. You know, yeah. woe is me. Yeah. You know, nothing ever goes right for me. And has for, usually those people I like to eliminate from my world. I always tell people not all money is the right money. No, exactly. Even if they can afford to pay for my services. If they're a Debbie Downer, if they're constantly whining oh. or complaining, it's, oh, it's time to move on. But yeah. I also never want to just leave somebody hanging, you know? Yeah. So what, what kind of advice can we give to those people around us that are always negative, that are always, or is it best to just eliminate them from us, <laughs> not kill them folks? <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> Situationally, I, I'm, I'm a believer in, in always giving them the shot and giving them the tools. Again, I've, I've got, I had an old client who's like, yeah, you give me, you taught me how to do push-ups, but I still got to go out and do the damn things. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. Right. So anytime I run into somebody that's like that, which is quite often, actually, sure. a lot of people are really in there. I, I like to consider myself an expert of uh, the last 12 years of getting people out of their own way. 
Yeah, right? Right? Because it's honestly, it's like, I, here, okay, so no matter how bad you are, let's say scale of zero to 100, 100% is your ideal self, the best you could possibly be. Whereabouts are you? And it's right. rhetorical. But think, where are you on that scale right now? Right. Okay, and they'll give me a number. They'll say 43. I'm like, okay, well, it's awesome. Yeah. That's what? It's like, what is that? I'm terrible at math. Was that 57? 57 more days if you work at everything yeah. 1% each day. Right. And they go, oh, oh, sh- shit. Yeah. And it's just, it's that simple. It's, it's, it's actually that simple. If you can just hone your craft, if it's songwriting, if it's getting up, like a lot of people discount the fact that like waking up each day is a challenge for some people. Some sure. people that are really depressed, really. Yeah. Uh, mental health is mental, real. It's very real. Yeah, it's very real. And getting up out of bed is a big task for some people. So if you can get up, 15 minutes earlier than you did yesterday, that's a huge win. Right. If you can get up and go say hi or make a phone call or you can get out and be social and like conquer those demons, that's big wins. Progress. Huge wins. Yeah. So it's a progress over perfection. Yeah. I have a, a card that uh, yep. says 1% every day. It's just 1%. Just work on 1%. Because then when you get to that 100%, sure. what's next? Right? right. I like that. And they're like, oh, yeah. All right. Cool. And they get so much more fulfillment out of that because they're working at it. And they have something to look forward to each day because they're like, you know, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. But I got it this time. And you see a total mind shift. It's really, really interesting watching them, um, a, a client, for instance, doing squats. And they get, they're a typical athlete where they're just really, they're comparing themselves to what Buddy did or, sure. you know, or what they could do when they were 25. And I'm like, okay, cool. You're not there anymore. Right. Right? We're, we're a little older. Our body doesn't work that way anymore. It's going to take a little longer to recover. So if we're working with, working with what we were, when you say comparing, I think that's also is like comparing ourselves to ourselves way back in the day. Sure. That's not, not healthy either. You got to no, compare like, yourself to yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boom. Right right. There. Are you better than you were yesterday? That's a win. Yeah. yeah. And that's, so for those people, that's usually, I've never really had to turn people away when I put that to them. Cause that's, that's pretty much that's as grave as it gets for me. It's like, I'm an eternal optimist, man. Like I, I will find yeah, the light. I, and I, I, I'm like that on a, on a personal level. On a professional level, I have to be careful. I yeah. have a I have a guy that uh, is, is going through some mental issues, and you know it's it's one of those things where he he bought his way in, and yeah. I and I had to give him a refund. I let him keep the tools, but I said, listen, I said until you get this part figured out, until you respect when I say don't email me, don't do these things, I can't invite you into a group. Yeah. Because you'll be toxic yeah. for the group. Yeah, if you're yeah, going to yeah. go in and I don't know which one of you showing up that day. Some days yeah. the nicest guy in the world. Other days it could, it's, yeah. a total, it's a real issue. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. one of those things where. So I said look here's the tools. Use the tools. But I can't let you in to the group. Yeah. And, and that day he understood. Yeah. The next day he did not. Yeah, understand that way, a couple right? days later he understood again you know yeah, so it does. it's one of those things where I just I, I, I sit there and I go you know mental health is something that I don't think that uh, we we shed enough light on yeah uh, I, I think that it's uh, it's very real and you always want to be delicate of course in yeah. your in your approach but you can't uh, for the greater good sometimes you have to protect the group yeah. Don't ignore the individual, but you've always got to protect the group. Absolutely. If that it's, makes it's, sense. Absolutely. Some yeah. people may not agree with that, but I always, I'll never give up on the individual. No. But sometimes you can't bring everyone into an ideal situation until yeah. they're ready. And it's not being disrespectful when you tell them they're not ready. No. As and long as you don't leave them abandoned, as long as you yeah. don't abandon them or, or leave them out, hang them out to dry. I'll never do that. But yeah. I sometimes, 
I have to protect the group. Absolutely. And I, I think that's, uh, that's the same in, in my practice too, is if I've got a band, for instance, and there's one toxic member in that group, yes. it's, that person just needs a little bit more one-on-one time. That's sure. how I try to frame it. I'm like, you know what? You just need a little more one-on-one time. We're going to do our own sessions in sure. here. So that we can really focus on on your um, on on your issues or not even issues, but like whatever's going on in your life. Right. It's obviously, it's bigger than what is in this group. It's not worth bringing the rest of the group down, right? Well, and that's yeah. And I also think too that sometimes you got to know when to let go because we can't fix them all. Yeah. Uh, I did a whole podcast episode on uh, on sometimes you have to quit. Yeah, I you love know? that. I love yeah. that. Episode, it's right? like, yeah, it was like whoever said that. No, it's like it sounds great when you're trying to motivate yeah. your football team at yeah. all. But sometimes you have to quit. Yeah, you know, there's certain it's things not like working. I, I had, yeah, you quit a toxic relationship. You know, sometimes one of the things that I tell the record companies that I work with is too often I see people fall in love with the song, and they're so in love with the song that they feel they can change the artist. Because they believe so much in the song, yeah. and that's why I always tell people, I always bet on the jockey, not the horse. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can go get a lot of, there's a lot of horses out there, but there's yeah. very few jockeys that can ride this horse. And, and I think that sometimes you need to sit down uh, at, at the taping of this, and when it will be released, it's going to be, you know, right at the beginning part of, of 2019. What are some daily things as we wrap this up? Just one or two things that someone can do on a daily basis to kind of put themselves in that right frame of mind before they leave the house, before they open up email, before they open up social media. Because sometimes if the first thing you do every day is check your phone and see social media, that can put you in a tailspin. Or the first thing you do, what are are some, one or two little, I don't want to call them tricks because these are lifestyle changes. One or two lifestyle changes people can make to get their day started off better and for the best. Absolutely. Two that I've used actually even in, in clinics that I do right then and there is taking time to what we call box meditation. So, so easy. And it's, it's just an inhale, especially the folks that are sitting around doing the social media thing. They've got their phone. They're on the screen. So right. just turn that screen off for a second and just trace your, trace your screen with your eyes up, down. So inhale up around the corner. Exhale nice and slow down across. Inhale again. Exhale. Just slow down. Take time for yourself to breathe. Right. We don't breathe. That's the first thing that I teach. This is hilarious. I, the first two things, the first two skill sets I yeah. teach people, how to breathe and right. how to stand. Wow. I'm like, yeah, we've been living 20, 30 years, sometimes longer, yeah. and we haven't been doing those correctly. So that's one of the first things that every morning when I'm... Uh, when I, when I wake up, rather than flipping to the phone is, I say every day because I still fall into it. Sure, I still we all fall do. into it. So it's not a perfect practice for myself either. But let's say most days yes. when I'm on right. and I remember, I, I flip over and I get into, it's a meditation. It's a style of meditation. Sure. People get really woo-woo about meditation. And, uh, and the two practices that I like to do are technically meditation and mindfulness. Um, the second thing I like to do is what we call an active meditation where um, I've found that, especially with artists, they don't like giving up control. Right. So I give them that control. Absolutely. If I'm, if I'm Absolutely. walking them through it, they don't feel like they're in control. Sure. So what we do is we get, um, we, we segment our body and you make fists and squeeze your arms as hard as you can. And you're still breathing, but all you're doing is squeezing your fists really super hard. And I'm doing it right now. And this is what I do at uh, Canadian Music Week. I have the whole room. I look like a goofball, but at the same time, the whole room relaxed. You hold this really, really hard. You just get kind of into it. And 30 seconds or so, you let the arms go. And you're just like, ah, okay, cool. That's all right. The next piece is taking your shoulders, shrugging them up to your ears. Again, 30 seconds. 
just squeeze everything. So you're channeling all of that physical energy into one specific area. It's actually quite difficult to wow. do, right? That's the second piece. Third piece would be your face. So you squeeze your face up nice and tight as like you were taking in a lecture. I could just see the whole room at yeah. CFW oh, doing yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was I've hilarious. I've been a keynote there the last two years. Yeah. And it's very funny to it watch. Was, it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I think they've got video of me on the big screen just, mm, yeah, it's like right. I'm sucking a lemon back. <laughs> but, mm, right? But 30 seconds or so, that's all it takes. And you're just channeling all of your physical energy into your face and then you relax. You're still breathing. And that's the hard part is that people will stop breathing at that point. So it's a challenge on right. that side. The next piece is the chest and abdomen. So you again, tighten up your chest and your abdomen. And then 30 seconds go and you, you relax that. And then it's the feet and the legs, everything waist down. Right. That's very difficult because most people don't pay any attention to their feet and they start to curl their toes and immediately get cramps. Uh -huh. So you hear yeah. them ah, yeah. Charlie <laughs> right? like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Charlie Horse and the legs, cats. Ah. Yeah, like what are you doing, right? So, but do that as much as you can. I say every day because it is a practice, but if you skip a day, it's okay, forgive yourself. Get back into it the next day. You got a brand new day, you know? So those two practices, just breathing, like right. deep breath from the belly, and active meditation of just squeezing in segments your body, do that a couple times a day and just see the amount of like... Now, when ah, you get through your... If you start your day and then all of a sudden you see it's going to crap, can you go back and say, you know what, I didn't start my day with meditation and now I need to back up? Cause yeah. It's I call them do-overs. Give yourself as many do-overs as you need in a day. Don't let the whole day just go to shit because it went to shit. Step back and do a do-over. Go find a quiet place for five minutes and try to bring yourself back. I, I just did that yesterday. I was I was in that rough spot because I mean there's a lot of things going on in my life right You're now. You're in Nashville, like, dude. I'm in Nashville. I'm like <laughs> I know I shouldn't be worried. This is beautiful, yeah. right? But you know, with my career, I, this is a big thing for me. I'm, I'm really excited to uh, to kind of explore and get out, and it, it got overwhelming. I'm like. Ah. I need I need to I need to get to the gym. So I yeah. went to the gym, swung some kettlebells around, put on Aubrey Marcus for uh, for a little podcast. Great great podcast. It was just the right thing I needed. Got a little leg day in. I'm struggling upstairs today. So yeah. it was a good workout. It was really great and it reset my mindset. Right. It reset. So you need to find like I said um, <laughs> down in Australia I picked up this nickname the rock doctor. And everybody's medicine is different. It right. could be yoga. You got to find out and you're not going to really find out by like just like finding a passion you're not going to just know your passion right you gotta try a bunch of different things it might be yoga it might be just stretch therapy it might be going to the gym it might be banging out a run it might be having a bike ride whatever right. it is something to get movement we're we're humans we're supposed to move so we got to get up we got to stretch we got to move we got to do something um it doesn't have to be super intense but you got to find something to kind of reset you i found that the physical reset translates over to the emotional and the mental side of things. And that's kind of what my practice does. That's where my scope is, is getting people into their own medicine so that they can have those do-overs, no problem, no questions asked. I'm cool. just the guide. All right, and I'll give one, and then I want to get where people can find out more information about you, is first thing in the morning, drink a glass of water. Your body has not had any hydration exactly. the whole time you slept, whether it's eight hours, four hours, five hours. Drink a nice glass of water before you go for that coffee. Uh, that can help with... Uh, things as well. So, man, Mike, I appreciate you taking the time hey, to stop you. by. Uh, it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. You know, it's New oh, Year's yeah. Eve as we're recording this, and I think I'm the only guy working on Music Row today, which is okay because I get a lot of stuff done. Where can people find out more about you, follow you? Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, I'm all over the socials. It's actually the uh, the Doc Rockter <laughs> on, uh, yeah, D O C R O C K T O R. 
And then uh, the best place to find me is uh, on my on my website there. It's uh, therockdr.com. Therockdr.com. Yeah. Perfect. Well, listen, enjoy the rest of your time here in Nashville uh, tonight, New Year's Eve. It's yeah. going to be fun. Keith Urban will be doing something Perfect. downtown, so that'll be fun. I'll make sure that uh, everyone that we mentioned uh, in this episode that you can get links to them in the show notes if this is your first time uh, here. I appreciate you. Head over to my website, rickbarker.com. While you're there, you can grab a free copy of my book. Or if you're an artist and you want to take the uh, artist assessment, kind of let you know where you're at right now, I encourage you to do that as well. You guys have a good one, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there.